Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You're Wrong. Say, Matt, what is everybody wrong about today? You know the age-old argument, Marvel versus DC? Yeah. Everyone's wrong about DC being able to hold any anything towards Marvel. Uh, um, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Marvel's, what? Way than, Marvel's like way better than DC. I've been saying this all along. I don't know if you've been listening. Uh, okay, guys, sorry. We're going to have to cut this one short because Matt is clearly clinically insane right now. But I mean, by all means, go on with your insanity. Let's. Uh... It's pretty simple, I think. Um, you know, the movies uh, are way better than the DC ones, and you know, I personally love Captain America because he Captain America is the first superhero I got into when I was growing up, and so I have a you know an affinity towards Captain America that's a bit stronger than than the rest of them. Um, you know, stronger than Iron Man, as an example. Um, and and even stronger than like the X Men, you know. Obviously, I think anybody our age or maybe a bit younger would have watched uh, the X Men cartoons. But for me, for me, Captain America has always been the best. Uh, and you know, I think it's because he has a little bit of superpowers, but they're not like crazy. Like Superman's powers are crazy and all over the map, and it's like no one can stop him. Whereas Captain America's just like, you know, the super soldier. He's he's jacked up, but he's not like. He can be killed. He can be hurt. So, so for me, that's always been been sort of my favorite character from the Marvel universe. I mean, sure, you can talk about Captain America all you want, but you know, DC has Batman, which is just an improved version of, of Captain America in that sense. He is also jacked up. He didn't need any super serum, by the way. He just jacked himself up. That sounded wrong, but I'll keep it. <laughs> and, just go with it. And he's in like his. He is infinitely cooler and his villains are infinitely cooler. So I don't like I I get that you have some sort of like nostalgic love for for Captain America and I can appreciate that but just like just you know if you come up, come up with Marvel and you talk about Captain America when I can say the stuff that I can say about Batman like you know you're going to lose that conversation right away. I mean Batman's cool and all but outside the Joker the rest of his villains are just like cheap knockoff jokers like the riddler shitty joker the penguin ugly joker no like it, no okay. i'll give you riddler i'll give you riddler <laughs> riddler did not need to exist <laughs> riddler was like oh i want to make joker be less of a maniac and more of like a, an intellectual eh, yeah let's put him in the green you know spandex suit and, and call him the riddler yeah put some question marks on him. but it's, but it's... all the other ones no 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 come on scarecrow is like it's actually one of my favorite outside of Joker. Obviously, it's one of my favorite villains from Batman, just because of all the psychological thing. Like, it's a little bit of like a hammy thing with injecting the different fear chemicals and all that shit. But like, just the story possibilities, because that's really the main, the main, not flaw, but the main like weakness that Batman has is his psyche right he's he's a like a deeply disturbed individual who thinks the best way to cope with you know the ptsd from having seen his parent parents murdered is to dress up like a bat so Makes sense like, to if me. that's not clinical i don't know what is <laughs> Listen, if um, we probably shouldn't let any superheroes go to therapy it's probably not going to work out well for anybody yeah well yeah ba- batman listen he's probably on the top of the scale but you know, like Iron Man, like, you know, as an example, he's completely narcissistic and has, you know, mommy and daddy issues. And also was an alcoholic for a while, for a good while. Yeah. Yeah. In the comic books, yeah, he, he battled alcoholism. For it was like, bad. For I want, decades is probably not fair, but, you know, in yeah. terms of the comic books, yeah, years. So so none of them probably should go, go to therapy. But, yeah. you know, it, it's interesting – you, you know, you bring it up as like Batman is, is cooler. And like, yeah, Batman's great. I mean, it, it helps that he he's the every person. Um, but I don't know, like it's it's that's the one you could always go to with DC. Like, is there anybody else? Like Superman is just Superman's a boring superhero because he doesn't he can't be stopped. Right. Unless you put. Yeah, I, I, I have no that I can't defend Superman. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just boring like uh, 
all of the fun stuff that could have been done with Superman, I think they were. And there are some instances where they find enemies that are stronger than him that make for good stories. But for the most part, you're right. It's boring. But, you know, there is Wonder Woman, for example, is great. Is yeah, okay. like, is she's a better version of Superman, even. Like, she's, she's not all powerful. She doesn't have some stupid weakness to green rocks. <laughs> which, right? Yeah. And and she she has most of the same values that Superman embodies because this is the whole thing with Superman, right? It's the same with Captain America, really. It's the good old American boy, right? Even though he's at least Captain America is actually American, yeah. But but you know Superman is not even from Earth. But let's leave that alone. He was raised in Kansas. Now he's American, right? Yeah, that's that counts. And but but I find that as a whole the the character like superwoman uh, superwoman should be, should have been uh, wonder woman character is much more well-rounded i think superman suffers from just let's cram all of the po possible powers we can into one character cuz if i'm not mistaken the first big one was batman it was in the 30s right and then superman came in came out in the 40s i thought superman came in the 20s mm, um, i don't it's think it's almost so. likely this a box that can let us look this up. <laughs> um, I'm, looking I'm up searching Superman. right now. Yeah. So you look up Batman. Oh, I'm looking at Superman, but okay. Uh, 38, first appearance of Superman. Yeah. Maybe and then, Batman to the 20s. And then I think Bat Batman is in the 40s. Then I'm, I'm, I'm switched them both. Oh, one year after, 39. One's yeah, 38, yeah. one's We're basically 39. basically the same age. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I generally thought that... that Superman was a lot like a, a decade younger, but um, but yeah, I think it suffers from. I'm let's just make the because it's called Superman, so let's just make him super. He's everything, right? And and I think that he still suffers from that. I mean, part of it also is like it's it's how you develop comics from the story that you're given initially, right? Like Superman didn't fly initially; he he just left jumped all buildings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, if I'm honest. If, if you're if you're like hey um so your superpower is jumping really high you'd be like wait can i fly it's like no um but you can <laughs> jump far and long you'd be, you'd be like i'm flying yeah. aren't i it's like no you're jumping it's like well how far can i jump oh as as far as you need to it's like wait is that not flying no because you can't stop in the air that's why I, yeah well i mean like yes but like do you like is your jump like like up to a point and down to a point, or is it more rounded? So then you're technically flying. Anyways, the, the, <laughs> that's why they went to flying clearly because yeah. The, well, I the mean, process there is messed up. The original Batman suit was blue and gray, and he was supposed to be hidden in the night. So let's not go there. <laughs> sure. Uh, this is another example of how DC has struggled. You know, it, it, if I guess step away from Captain America being my favorite, okay. uh, uh, for nostalgia reasons, I think the X Men is probably where. You know, is where the next bang for the buck comes from, and and you know they've, you know, I think the Fox movies were hit and miss. I think the first one was great, and the second one was okay. The third one, that, the third exist. one is actually doesn't exist. Insane. Yeah. D sorry, it doesn't exist. It's, it's awful, 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 awful movie. It is. It's 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 almost as bad as like the Josh Trank, uh, Fantastic Four movie because it just it doesn't make sense. It's like they destroy the universe with no plan for like, yeah. like did they have a fourth movie in mind or they just like, they went off a rocker. Like, you know, I know you're happy that they killed um, or maybe killed Cyclops. They, they kind did. Of alluded yeah, to I, that yeah. was the only good thing about that movie. Yes. <clears throat> but like none of it made sense. But no, no, no. Be, but beyond that, like, you know, those, those X-Men movies were good. And then they did the, the, what were the, what was the name of the like first class or was it? First class, yeah, yeah. X Men yeah. First Class, and then Days of Future Past. Yeah, so those those were also really well received, and then they had the third one, or well, I guess it wasn't the third one. Dark Phoenix technically doesn't count. I'm not sure on the whole timeline there, but oh, there's Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse, Apocalypse. and then and that was also awful. Yeah, I haven't watched that one. Um, better than or did I? I? Think it's better than than the third original one, but yeah. oh, that's not hard. <laughs> That's like saying, oh, you know, you see this, you know, Man of Steel is better than Green Lantern. Like, that's not saying a lot. Yeah, no, you're right. No, <laughs> just, just awful. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so but I think the X Men and you know those cartoons uh, can't. I'm, I'm sure watching them if you've never seen them and you're watching them now, it might be a little tough for you. But at the time, they were great, revolutionary, groundbreaking '90s cartoons that really showed you know the X Men the team. It was weird that it was centered around Jubilee, but you know whatever. Right? Yeah, I I I was thinking about this the other day when we were talking about. it. I'm like, why was Jubilee so important? And that like nobody gives a shit about Jubilee. Like the X Men yeah. don't give a shit about Jubilee normally. Only on the cartoon. The cartoon they do. They really care about her. Yeah, and it's funny because like I think she does show up. She, does she show up in one of the last movies? Um, I don't remember. Or maybe they make make reference to her. But it's like if you think about it, like shooting fireworks out of your hands, <laughs> not that great. Yep. Better than jumping, but <laughs> not, by much. Like, not, not, not by much. Not by much. Yeah. No. But yeah, it was the X-Men for me, and I really enjoyed like the standalone X-Men movies. Uh, well, sorry. Oh, like X-Men Wolverine? Wolverine ones. Really Wolverine was. Origins or whatever? After that one. <laughs> <laughs> and it that movie wasn't bad. It's just the ending was bad. Like the idea that he fought Deadpool, but not Deadpool. Yeah, like, no, he was definitely Deadpool. Yeah, but it, that was... It was Baraka Deadpool. Yeah, it's it's. This goes to the thing we've talked about a lot previously of not knowing your audience or not caring. That it's, is a choice. It's something that Spencer touched, on, or maybe Chris touched on last time, which is yeah, source material. Follow the fucking source material. Yeah, there's like his battle. Um, I guess he fought Sabretooth in that same movie, right? Do I remember because? Um, this may be a spoiler alert, but didn't Sabretooth shoot him with the gun? Or no, that I, was the general. That was Liev Schreiber, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. I think like, it's the. He, I think it's that movie. Yeah, but he. Oh, Liev Schreiber doesn't shoot him, but he carries him away after what's his face, the Weapon X guy shoots him. Because the Weapon X guy shoots him, and that's what gives him the brain damage. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then Sabretooth carries him away because I I cleaned that movie from my head. Listen, it's bits and pieces at this point. I can't remember everything. Yeah. Don't. If you love Wolverine, I guess, watch it. But No, 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 no. If you love Wolverine, go watch Logan. Like, <laughs> You can watch the second one. I thought the second one was, it was, it was different, but I enjoyed the, that storyline of him being in Japan. That was borderline okay. I'll give you that. That was, it's, because it comes from, at least I like that storyline from Wolverine, the, the whole Japan thing. Yeah. Um, I wish Silver Samurai was not completely the idea of Silver Samurai was hadn't been completely raped in that movie. But other than that, well, yeah, it's it, it is interesting to see how. Well, I mean, this I think this goes to Fox versus versus um, Marvel. Fox didn't have good care for the material. No, and so that's why their movies were so uneven. Yeah, the first it's the same with Sony, really. Like we all liked the first Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Just because it was a Spider-Man movie. Like, if you go watch it again, it's yeah. not that great. It's okay. No, I agree with you. It's like, we're just happy it wasn't garbage, right? How many how many yeah. years of not having superhero movies at all? And then we have that. It's like, that was, that was okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Because our previous experience had been with Superman. With the, the, Ke- the Keanu Reeves, uh-huh. the Christopher Reeve. Uh, Keanu Reeves as Superman would have been something. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not against it. Oh God! Now I want to see that. No, Christopher Reeve, <laughs> yeah. uh, which honestly he did a, a good job. But to me, when I think of Superman, I still think of. I almost said Keanu Reeves again. Christopher Reeve, um, as as like that's the image I have in my head. Nothing yeah. against Harry Cavill. I like. I I like him as an actor. And I think he did as good a job as he could have with this new batch of movies, but he that the part wasn't written well. That like, is not his fault. I think they're bad stories, and and it goes to show how hard it is to do a good Superman movie if you don't really understand the source material. Yeah, um, and and you know it's funny. This is kind of a tangent, but I I finished watching The Mandalorian season two, and then I watched they had a a making of The Mandalorian season two, like one hour documentary on on netflix and watching that and watching the care they put into the show and how much knowledge they have and like you know talking about like a one-off scene where they 
they basically are giving this is not really going to be a spoiler if you haven't seen it yet but they give a character a specific staff because he had that in like his action figure but he never had that in like in the star wars universe shows the level of touch and care they they have for the universe without without doing something stupid or blatant or ugly to to mess with the world right and they the, those guys dave filoni and, and john favreau and all the directors have such a good feel for the star wars universe and what what works in terms of bringing people back and what won't work and what is overkill and it's in, it's always interesting to me to see how other studios can be so off and so wrong like you know when fox or sony or you know warner brothers with all the dc stuff is how how they don't understand it like warner brothers went out and got jeff johns to come over and do the movie stuff because he he was sort of the head writer for editor-in-chief for dc over a number of of storylines you know concerning uh, green lantern and the darkest day or dark blackest night and brightest day um and even he hasn't been able to to spit out movies that have been you know good and enjoyable well, I think so. I think the main problem there is that, like with Fox, for example, and Sony, um, the first movie, for example, the X Men, the first X Men movie was fine, and the problem is the following ones they weren't really, they didn't really understand why it was successful. They was just okay, this is successful, let's just make it, and and then they thought it was just oh, it's going to be X Men, people are going to go watch it and like it. And so they didn't care about the source material. They didn't care about like the things that you said, like, you know, finding people with that, not with the right feel and with the right care for what they were doing. It was like, just, we just want you to churn out money for us. And so yeah. Brian Singer, I think made the first movie, right? Uh, the art director. I, I believe so. Yeah. And then I think the other two were Brett Ratner. Just by that, <laughs> like, I don't have to yeah. go any further than that. Right. Yeah. No. Not really. So I think that's the problem. I think it's 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 something that unfortunately I have to concede that Marvel does better than DC is understanding how, why things work the way that they like why why things work well, you know how to make those movies in a way that they are entertaining in their own on on their own, but they also building up to something greater, which would be like the you know the Avengers movies and Civil War and that kind of the movies that pull it together. I don't think there's anybody at DC that understands that. Just so much so that you know Joss Whedon did you know Justice League and then people didn't like it for good reason. Yeah. And, and then it's like oh let's give it to Zack Snyder. He's gonna understand. It's sure the guy that made Man of Steel and then tried to make Superman into a flying Batman. Come on, like. Throw me a bone here, DC. Like I'm trying to defend you, but yeah, it's hard. <laughs> is there is there a movie for DC you can defend? Oh, several. The 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 Christopher Nolan. Uh, well, let's forget about the third movie. It's not that great, but the first and the second, especially the Dark Knight, still, if not the best, one of the best superhero movies ever. Yeah, and Wonder Woman was was fun. Um, I haven't watched. Uh, the new one, which just came out on HBO Max, and I don't have HBO Max. I don't think we can get HBO Max here in in, in good old Canada. Yeah, yeah, we'd have to pay for it. Like from I saw it on Google Play for like thirty bucks, and I was like, mm, Yeah, no, I'll just wait. If we weren't in a fucking pandemic and we could pay thirty bucks to watch it with a bunch of people, I would do it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm for that, but paying paying the same well, essentially the same price for me to sit here and watch it was with my fiance or us to go to the theater. I'd rather just go to the theater. Yeah. Well, until it comes on a streaming service. Yeah. Uh, and, and, um, I'm what I read very little, but I did. It seems like it was good. Not as good as the first one, I guess. And, yeah. uh, it seems like everyone has a hot take, right? It's either I, it's fucking garbage or it was, you know, okay. It had some good scenes. It's, it's interesting to me to see how polarizing it people have have sort of rated that movie. I'll have to be interested to watch it to see if it's true or not. Yeah, and then it gets harder. Aquaman was fun. I'm not saying I'm not going to say it was a good movie. I like what's his face, Khal Drogo, um, Jason Momoa. I, I I like him as an actor. Like he understands his limitations and like the kinds of characters he can 
play and he goes at it with gusto and i can only appreciate the man for it yeah and the movie was fun it was kind of kind of cobbled together let's be honest and then yeah. i'm out because like i can't <laughs> there's very little else for me to defend well i mean you know maybe the the first batman movies those are fine yeah, well, the first one was, and the second one was okay, and they go progressively worse from there downwards. Yeah, I did not like the way they portrayed the Penguin on that one. Like, it was too much Tim Burton and too little Batman. Yeah, it's the other movie that people always forget to like to talk about because I think it was stupid is Superman Returns with uh, Brandon Routh. Oh, God, that was uh, so awful. I think Brandon did a fine job as Superman, but the whole yeah. movie was just so dumb. It, it, it's a storyline we didn't need. Like Superman broke up with Lois Lane, but they had a kid and they have this weird fractured relationship. It's like it. The yeah. need to show Superman's vulnerability through Lois Lane, it's an interesting idea, but it doesn't fill a whole movie. And we've seen the same thing happen with the new movies that she is supposed to be his emotional connection to humanity. So much so that they severed all the rest of them with his parents. And and it does it does Lois Lane an injustice and it does Superman an injustice to basically tie him to her and only her. Um, and it, you saw the same thing happen in Superman Returns. And especially with the super kid, it was just like, I can't even with you guys right now. Yeah. And, and like, as much as I, we didn't know how shit of a human being Kevin Spacey was back then, and I no. really, all, you know, beyond all of the shit st stuff that he's done, and I think he is getting actually not enough flack for what he's done, but he's getting flack, and I think he's deserve he deserves even even more than he, he's getting. But yeah. he is a great actor, and he still couldn't make that Lex Luthor work. No, at least it was the right kind of Lex Luthor. Yeah, it was. I don't know. They they try. I don't know. They try to make him into that his character from Seven almost. Like it's what. I don't know. It's that that movie. The only good thing about that movie is that uh, scene where he gets shot. Superman gets a, a bullet to the eye and he reflects from the eye. That was a cool yeah. scene. That was cool. I almost wonder if if those movies suffer from the idea that the stakes have to be like the universe, right? Like, yeah, the universe is going to explode. Everything is the worst. Um, smaller stakes might help them, and I think that's that's you see that in other movies where it's not, you know, in. Um, in some of the Marvel movies, they build up to the world being in crisis. Not every movie is about that. Like just the Captain America ones. I mean, yeah, the first one was about World War II, so the world was in crisis. But, you know, the other, the second one, uh, Winter Soldier, like there was stuff going on, but it wasn't, it wasn't like the whole world knew and it was in peril. There was just stuff going on in the background. So the stakes are a bit smaller. Maybe the end result is the world's in peril, but it's not like if you don't do this, I'm going to, nuke the entire planet type stakes you know what i mean yeah it the, the stakes were pretty grand but they weren't world encompassing like it's not yeah. either they win or the whole world is fucked right it was more yeah. of a covert thing yeah exactly yeah. and but that's that's another problem with wow. superman i think it's hard it's hard to build a story around superman that doesn't involve something grand because if it doesn't then why is superman involved like he's he's too powerful to go even though they always like to show him fucking saving kittens from trees and eating flowers or whatever he does. But, you know, it's if it's just like, oh, there's a bank heist. Oh, let's call Superman to, to solve that bank heist. Like it immediately stops being interesting because there's no danger. There's no conflict almost because he's just going to get there and finish it. Right. So you have to build the stakes in a way that make it grand. And then you run into shit like, I think it was Superman 3 or 4, where fucking Lex Luthor throws some shit into the sun and then some mulleted blonde dude comes back from the sun. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> yeah. So I think that they do suffer from that. And the main problem is when it makes sense, like with Justice League, the premise isn't bad, right? Even yep. though Steppenwolf is a shit like villain, the whole idea of the mother box and all that stuff, 
it's it's fine right but they kept ramping it up and ramping it up and ramping it up and then at the end you get doomsday there or whatever the fuck that was at the end that and, was you're mixing uh batman versus superman oh that's right that's right yeah <laughs> yeah that's right yeah but but you i understand your point and i i agree with it, it the mother boxes aren't bad but they're complicated and they're hard to explain and then you have to explain Stephen Wolf, and honestly, like, unfortunately for Stephen Wolf, he doesn't matter at all, and nothing that goes. It's there's too much going on in Justice League for you to understand what's happening. You've layered on a complicated, you know, alien artifact with a complicated villain, and what his deal is, and he just looks weird, and so it just it puts people off because they have to wrap their heads around. You know, you're adding in new characters like Cyborg. You're adding in these mother box things that apparently turned him into Cyborg, but they also let you have a bunch of alien bug creatures and like there's just too much mumbo jumbo and, and i think that's where that movie loses everybody is that there's enough there's a lot of things in there and the stakes don't matter because none of it makes sense and superman is dead and then he comes back and he doesn't remember anything and then he starts butting heads with, uh, that scene was cool though the butting heads with with wonder woman yeah that was cool it it, it seemed like I'm not here to dissect Justice League necessarily, but it seemed like they had a couple cool set pieces and then they wrote story around it. And I think that's, you know, it, it makes for a bad, a bad ending. Like the whole end part in Russia where, you know, they're helping people escape while they fight Stephen Wolf and then Superman shows up and just obliterates him. It's like, yeah, it's cool to see Superman kick ass, but I don't know what the rest of this stuff was doing. Yeah. And again, Superman comes in and immediately, every danger everything that was causing anxiety and and wonder if oh are they gonna survive this is gone it's just gonna pummel the guy yeah yeah also they missed out on a huge opportunity in that movie that every time steppenwolf was on the screen to play born to be wild i do not forgive them for that could have done magic carpet ride too there's lots sure. of options I, I guess when he was writing somewhere that could have been good yeah yeah <laughs> So, you know, if I'm going back to my defense of Marvel, I'm not just shitting on everything everybody does. Um, why not? It's fun. It is fun. I do. I mean, this is why I've made this podcast. To <laughs> um, Go ahead. You know, when it comes to Marvel, I, I think they have the right people in, in, in power or in charge of making these decisions. And, you know, you look, you hear about some of these upcoming projects. You know, we've already seen seen them announce, uh, you know, the WandaVision one and then uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and you know, very recently we saw them start giving us some more of uh, some trailers or some snippets of the show. Um, and, you know, and you, you can't help but be excited for these things because because of their track record. You know, uh, Black Widow, uh, it got delayed obviously this year, but I think everybody was pretty pumped to see that. Uh, you know, when, you know, if you go down the list of things they've announced, um, I, you know, I've talked previously, I'm really excited about the what if, the cartoon sort of, you know, kind of saying what if these different things happen in the Marvel Universe. I don't know if a television about Modoc is is going to go well. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Marvel is going into real comic territory now with like the confusing timelines and realities and stuff and I me as a comic fan, I am excited for it, but I this is where I can see people going, okay, this is too much now. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Like, wait a minute. So there's a zombie that's also Captain America, but there's also Captain Britain, who's actually Agent Carter. Yes, but not in the same reality. What do you mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, people, people might get confused with that. And well, I mean, they already explained the realities when they did. Uh, they jumped and got the stones to defeat Thanos. And oh and yeah, 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 for sure. So. And and with Loki, they're gonna get to the the tva thing like the time yeah. variance authority or something like that never remember what the, the v st stands for but yeah it's, so that's going to be that one's going to be very interesting because they're cramming every single like urban legend and myth that exists into that like look is going to be a bunch of people that just disappeared out of thin air and that kind of stuff yeah so that that should be interesting yeah i i i'm i'm pretty excited for that too Except for one division, I think that's going to be dumb. Um, I'll have to watch it. You know, the idea of it is, I don't think they've explained it very well. I know I've heard people talk about it in other podcasts and stuff to kind of give give sort of information to what actually actually happening with that. So, 
you know, the idea that they're trying to just live an idyllic life and she's kind of basically making it all happen through her powers and, and obviously it's going to come crashing down because why would it stay normal? Um, it could be good. I, I, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but one of the challenges, of course, is when you have all these options, you, you can't watch them all, like, realistically. Um, and so uh, you get down to, to well, uh, you know, you get down to, like, Mor- Morbius as an example. Uh, again, I mentioned Mordok, you know, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That, you know, that's going to be a movie. Um, there's also going to be another Venom movie, which, yeah, I'm not sure if there should be another Venom movie. The other one was, like... Garbage? Eh. It was, it was pretty bad. It was like a five, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll agree. Hawkeye is getting a you know a limited series, which yeah, same. It's it's about, I'm about as excited for that as as One Division. And I think the challenge with Hawkeye is, I like Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye in the Avengers movies, but I don't think I want Jeremy Renner playing Hawkeye in an actual series. It's just. He just, to me, doesn't seem like someone who is a leading character. Like, he can play a leading character, even if he is Hawkeye. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm very skeptical of it. Yeah, same. Um, honestly, I don't even know that I necessarily agree that I like... Well, I like him as a side character on an Avengers movie. I don't think Hawkeye is an interesting enough character to carry a movie like sorry like black black widow is because of her past and her story and they're adding other stuff to it too right yeah um like from her past and and stuff from like expanded background stuff i'm so eloquent today um the best but there there is a lot of interesting things you can do it's less of a it's not as timely as it could have been because of the whole Cold War not existing anymore. Uh, a former yeah. Russian spy was much more interesting back then. Yeah, but it can still well, be interesting. Yeah, I think I think it'll be good. It just looks good and it looks fun. And and even if you take away from the story, just the trailer looks like they they still have the Marvel magic of knowing when to be funny, knowing when to be serious and knowing how to build action pieces. So true. Yeah. I was going to say about justice league when, or it's actually Batman versus Superman, right? When they're facing doomsday, then they try to make a, who, who's, who's her? I don't know. Touch was you. Ha ha. Funny. Yeah. They don't know how to be funny. And that's the biggest thing I find about Zack Snyder is that he does not know how to write comedy. I mean, yeah, at his 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 take on Watchmen, um, fine, I guess. I don't know. Like it wasn't great. It was just a movie. It, it was not know, great. He doesn't know how to instill comedy and levity into his movies and and enjoyment into his movies. They're all like, you know, dramatic period pieces. It's like he's making fucking Schindler's List with. <laughs> yes, but uh, I, I like that description a lot. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, uh, it. It's almost like so. I my theory, and I have no reason to have this theory other than I think it fits, is that he had no fucking idea what he wanted to do when when they called him to do the first like Man of Steel, and he looked and said, "Oh, you know, the Nolan movies made a lot of, you know, success. They had a lot of success, made a lot of money, and it was a more much more serious tone." And much more of a gloom and doom kind of thing than a funny haha thing. Hey, maybe I'm going to do that. And then he did that with Superman. And it obviously didn't work because that's completely at odds with the whole character. But then he got stuck in that particular rut, I guess. I'm dreading the Snyder Cut to some extent. First of all, because it's going to be four hours long. Second of all, because I think he can manage to make it worse in some aspects like removing a little bit of the like the pace of the movie because it doesn't suffer from a pace problem there's one positive thing you can say yeah it suffers from a um (laughs) coherent story (laughs) yes yes it does but but you know the pace is not the problem and i can see Zack snyder slowing down to a crawl just because it's you know 
Zack Snyder. I I would be sur- I wouldn't be surprised if it was entirely in black and white, the movie. I could Honestly. see him doing that. Yeah, yeah. I hope he doesn't do that. But yeah. uh, who knows? Who knows what he's going to be up to? It it he, he, it's interesting because it doesn't seem like they rely on any. They try to they're trying to tell all new stories with their superheroes, whereas Marvel is like. They are obviously mixing storylines together, like they use part of Extremis in Iron Man uh, as an example, but they didn't use all of it necessarily. You know, we talked about that length before. You know, Infinity Gauntlet um, is the inspiration for for the Infinity War stuff, but they certainly didn't use all pieces of it. You know, they certainly didn't bring Death in and and Adam Savage and or sorry, Adam Strange, Adam Warlock. I don't know, one of the Adams. Um, warlock keeps them all straight is warlock yeah Uh, they didn't bring all that stuff into it but they still take pieces that are well received and and love civil war is another example and i don't maybe i'm not like obviously batman versus superman was a thing and like batman dying or sorry superman dying is a thing but like they don't necessarily take story arcs or look at the you know animated movies or comic arcs that have been successful and and translate them to the big screen in any which way like you know, obviously they wanted to have Batman and Superman in conflict, and that's why they had Superman destroy the world and then Batman get pissed off about it. But like Batman just doesn't trust anybody ever. So you could have just made Batman not trust Superman because of what he could do. He didn't have to prove to anybody that he was dangerous, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, also also they're you know, in every other story arc, they're the best of friends. Like there is that's one situation where batman when they found out you know in the comics i mean when they find out that batman basically has a fucking dossier on everybody how to kind of put them down if they go all right and then you know understandably the other members are like what the fuck man like you know <laughs> <laughs> and so but that is one situation that's one the, the whole reason and this is goes back to what you were saying earlier and we've hammered on this forever and at this point we're beating the ghost of the dead horse but i'll keep on doing it it's understanding the source material the reason why batman versus superman in the comics worked so well and like the whole situation of them being at odds works so well is because they're not always at odds it's because it's an exception to the the formula the same thing with civil war really yeah you the the heroes are on the same side for the most part and them being at odds with each other only works if that's the case. If they're always at odds with each other, like if if Civil War was about a fight between Wolverine and and Cyclops, it would not be fun because they're always at odds in some way, right? And and then that's what I think. And it's weird you touched on on animated movies, and I, I want to segue into something that helps my point here. When when is it that Marvel's going to put out an animated movie that's anywhere near as good as a DC animated movie? Do you have any idea? Maybe what if we'll do that? Maybe I mean they're TV. I guess they're. It's like a, I don't know. I don't know what's a TV show in a movie anymore to some degree, honestly. Like especially if they all go to to streaming. But maybe what if it's the first time they get a really solid an animated story? You are right. Like Marvel has suffered. You know, I watch some of them, and and uh, and and they kind of suffer from um, just not being great. I watched The Rock versus Hulk as an example. Um, they suffered just, from not being great. Yeah, it's a wow. real suffrage. Well, like <laughs> the story. I mean, maybe it, it, I don't know. It's hard to. Sometimes it feels like when you're trying to tell a, a, an animated story about a comic book, you have to remember that it has to be, it's going to be a movie. It has to follow movie like arc and you need sort of that, you know, that sort of inciting incident. And then, you know, the hero is almost fucked and then he comes back and saves the day, that sort of stuff. And I find sometimes with the Marvel ones, they, they just try to tell a comic book story. And what happens is comic books are basically the way I feel when I read a comic book is like every panel is jacked up to like 11. Everything going on the comic book page to page is like 11 at all times. And that's fine for a comic book because it has the ability to put words and draw pictures and it needs to do that in the small space it has. And after you finish reading it, you, you've gone through like, you know, it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Where you go through combat and it might take us like, we played last night. It took us like two and a half hours to go through combat. And if you actually use the, the numbering of what they say, like a turn is like, what, 
six sec- or a round is six seconds or whatever. You add them all up. Yeah. You know, you guys probably fought for like three minutes. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what a comic book is, but but you can't do that in a movie. You can't just ratchet it up to eleven for an hour and a half. It just doesn't work. Yeah, because the the whole thing with comic, and I think you're absolutely right. The whole thing with the comic is you every panel has to call and or catch the reader's attention. Because otherwise you're going to gloss over it and then you just drew for no reason. Whereas with the movie, first of all, there's too many too many things to pay attention to because it's one giant screen with a bunch of stuff happening. And two, it needs to follow. Like the the whole thing with comics is that the the action, the conversation, whatever it is, time is broken down, right? You go from one panel to the next. It can be the next moment or it can be the next day or it can be three months from now. Or it can be whatever. Can be another yep. scene completely. You can't do that with a movie unless you cut. So on a on a straight shot, like you said, things have to kind of make sense. It can't all all of it be jacked up to eleven. So and but I I don't know if that's the only problem with the Marvel stuff. I think Marvel treats uh com like sorry um, animated movies and animated series as like oh this is for kids. Or for teenagers, right? Where DC doesn't do that. DC knows that there are going to be old farts like us that were going to watch the thing and dissect it all to hell and back. And I think yeah. that's what's missing on the Marvel side. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they there's some room for their, for them to grow. The question is, will they? Right? Does it matter anymore? Like, I mean. When they basically have a license to print money with the movies, probably not doesn't matter too much. Yeah, like you're kind of wasting your ability <laughs> on cartoon movies if you have it. And I think DC did that because they couldn't break into movies and they continue to do it because they're good at it. But if DC could break into movies in a meaningful way, I bet you that would slow down to something. Well, it might not stop. If you're already good at it, you might not stop it. But what's what's the incentive to become good at it if if you're already so good at doing everything else well it can make more money like i don't i don't think they need to be telling stories about iron man or hulk or or whatever doctor strange with animated movies mm-hmm. but there are plenty of stories and plenty of characters that would not work well in in like live action format it's just too out there and those are the, like the planned hulk one is a good example it's not bad it's actually pretty fun the yeah. the movie but the problem is it suffers from what you said, right? Everything is sort of like, it's every three seconds there has to be something to catch your attention. As if you're like a child with ADHD hopped up on fucking candy and cocaine. And you're going to stop paying attention. If, if there's nothing happening for three seconds, you're going to go do something else. Yeah. Right? And that story, I don't think it would work well. Especially if, you know, if Planet Hulk doesn't work well, then World War Hulk would work even less well in live action you know we're forgetting about something here when we're shitting on marvel animated movies and and i'm gonna bring it up because i think it's really important is uh into the spider-verse because fair enough that that is the best animated movie i've ever seen dc or marvel like and and it's i think it's because for even uh, better than batman ninja well okay (laughs) (laughs) listen i love batman ninja but yeah. No, uh, I have to agree with you. Into yeah. the Spider-Verse is a masterpiece. I have to agree. Because with they they took to your point, they took a hundred and hundred million percent advantage of being animated. Yeah. And were able to do stuff you could never do in a live action movie. And they used it to a T. And I think that is what you want to see more of Marvel doing. It's like saying, We're gonna do this animated and because we are, we have these abilities. Um and we need more of those if Marvel is going to do to make a dent in, in the animated world. Yeah. The, I think the, the gigantic irony of that is that into the spider versus a Sony movie. Yes. There is a co-production with Marvel, but it's a Sony movie. It's not really a Disney movie. Um, so Sony did. Yeah. Cartoons better than Disney. Let that sink in for a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah um yeah you know you're right but well, well yeah i, I, I can't really defend it sony did yeah. sony did 
So good. For no, them. but I agree with you. That's 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 the way to use the animated medium to make like a story that's super out there that would be like frankly ridiculous if it was live action. Yeah. Right. It would be like Sony. Uh, sorry, Sonic bad. Although uh, apparently they fixed it in the second one in, in the sure. second shoot, yeah. but it would just be super uncanny to see well, like Spider Pig <laughs> in the middle of like actual actors. Uncanny like the X Men? No, not in that. <laughs> Actually, I never understood why they call though, that series Uncanny X Men. Like, yeah, of course they're uncanny. Yeah, like one of them shoots fucking lasers from his eye, <laughs> and he needs, needs a futuristic retro looking visor not to do that yeah. like yeah of course they're uncanny but, but you're right like you think about spider pig right you could never do that live action it would yeah it would just be silly right yeah yeah and so I, that's where i think animation or animated movies and series can can delve right like i could see jessica jones if it was animated i could see the purple man being actually purple that works and i'm glad they did not paint David Tennant's face purple for, for the, the live action series. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, this is smart. Maybe they should have done the Inhumans as, as an animated series instead of a live action series. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Did you watch that? I hear it's no, garbage. I heard it's awful. I didn't yeah. even bother. I guess it's on Disney plus. If you hate yourself one day, check it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's not happening. Um, we are getting to the end of our time here. Um, and we've kind of just went off on a fucking tangent about, all the nah. leftover things we felt about comics. We uh, never do that. No, we never do that. Is there any other offhanded tangents you want to take yourself down before we're we're done here? Uh yeah, I think we can talk about what's coming up for both of our uh respective franchises. I, I think can... we already covered Marvel in the conversation. Yeah, a little bit. Something else you want to bring up? Yeah, so I was just reading about the stuff from DC and like, let's leave the Snyder Cut away. Like, the new Batman movie is very promising. Yeah, it looks great. I'm still not convinced with Robert Pattinson as Batman, um, but mm. I will give him the benefit of the doubt, especially given the trailer. I think he did a fantastic job there. It's just a little too emo for me as Bruce Wayne, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, there's a new Suicide Squad movie coming up with James Gunn, which that, that should be fun if they let James Gunn do his thing. You would you would hope they would, given how bad they are making movies, you know? Uh, yeah, but then again, they've given... Whatever, I'm not going to talk about the Snyder Cut anymore. Fuck it. Um, and then there's some other stuff. The Flash. The Flash is one of those heroes, just as a side note, that can be really well done and be really fun and sci-fi sort of um, like bent, let's call it. And it can yeah. be really stupid. Yeah. And and I'm hoping who's directing it, Andy Muschietti. I don't know who that is. Um, hopefully, it will be good. Michael Keaton. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, he he's not going to be Batman. Yeah. That's Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. would he be doing? I have no idea. Maybe the uh, Flash's dad. Maybe Reverse Flash. No, I'm kidding. He's probably Flash's dad. Yeah. And and Aquaman two. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that one, given that the first one, really, if I'm honest, was only saved by the fact that Jason Momoa is a good pick for Aquaman in the way that he plays it. Yeah, as sort of the bro, like the the Aqua Chad is more than than the Aquaman. He's the Aqua Chad, almost, and I think it fits because honestly, normally Aquaman is kind of like a joke, and he makes it into a character that's interesting. But I'm not sure that there's enough. I don't know. We'll see what's happening. What's going to happen there with that movie? Um, th yeah, there's a. Oh, Black Adam. That's the one I wanted to talk about. So this right. has been in talks for a long time, as far as I understand. I've seen Dwayne Johnson talk about this four years ago, yeah. three years ago, and I think he is like Mwah! chef's kiss pick for for Black Adam as much as. Robert Downey Jr. was for for Iron Man, really, honestly, it's it's a it's perfect, and I think this is a movie that if they do right, they can actually get a really good movie out because 
it can be a dark story. And at least at that in that DC knows what it, what they're doing, with making the story kind of dark, because he's not really a hero, right? Yeah. He he's a villain at first, and then he becomes an anti-hero. And so yeah, I wonder if it'll be in the vein of like Venom. Oh, oh please no, because that's gonna <laughs> suck. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, it. I <clears throat> I certainly think The Rock is perfectly positioned to be cast as Black Adam, whether he, ha, you know, he's supposed to have his own movie first. I think before I don't even know if he'll actually run into Shazam. Um, he has to come on. Sure, it doesn't look like he is attached to the new Shazam movie, Fury of the Gods. Yeah, um, but but we don't know much about that yet. They're still writing a screenplay on it, but it you know, it it's got to show up eventually. Uh, and we still don't have a date for Black Adam. So the, the the problem I think I see with 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 DC is, you know, they've got these good ideas and good movies. In, in the wings, but they keep dragging their feet on it. Like, if you actually read down The Flash and see all the twists and turns, a number of times they had great people attached to it. They had uh, Lord and Miller attached to it at one point, and then they left. And they had, uh, I'm going to get his name wrong, so let me go back up and look at it. Uh, his name is Rick uh, Famiu Uiwa. Uh, I butchered nice. that. Nice. Yeah, it was good a job. job. Anyway, so he's direct, <laughs> he has directed a number of the Mandalorian episodes, uh, one last year and one this year. Um, he also directed Dope, um, which is uh, a movie. Um, I believe I watched it. Anyways, the point is he's, he was actually a good, credible doctor, and he left because of creative differences. And then apparently Ezra Miller wanted the movie to be darker and grittier, even though they had uh, people, the guy who the guys who were working on um spider-man homecoming right and they want to make it lighter and more fun so like i think ezra miller makes a great flash but we don't need darker and grittier fucking heroes in dc that the flash isn't a dark gritty hero and if you keep forcing that you don't get the characters just because you want to do something that's fine but it can't be like you the first you this is the point you made before the first version of the superhero you see can't be the anti-hero or the dark gritty version of him that's what not what people want that is that's what you, you like marvel is doing you know what if now after they've had what like 14 15 years of marvel movies maybe 10 uh, years of marvel movies? 12, 12 12 years yeah now they're doing some twisted shit and this is the problem with dc is everybody wants to come up with the twisted shit immediately and that's that's you're not going to get fans excited about that especially when you like Flash isn't a dark gritty character, I'm sorry. That's not that's not who he is. Yeah, so. and, and, and that's 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 the, exactly the point is you know, that's why I'm so excited for Black Adam because that yeah. he is a darker character. Kind of like hundred yeah, percent the Joker, right? You you you're not gonna make a you know bubblegum and, and unicorns movie about the Joker. It doesn't make sense. Nope. But you have to make a like an upbeat, sort of positive leaning movie if you're talking about the flash almost more so than superman because the flash he's always been an idealist kind of kind of a guy right superman has some darkness in him in terms of i'm the last of my planet that kind of stuff and you know flash is just some like happy-go-lucky fun guy that gets saddled with he yeah he's a scientist like if you're talking about um barry allen Yes, Barry Allen. Yeah, yeah. I the I was all, like the the names always confuse me. The 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 actual names of the characters. Yeah. So oh, where they fall into it, like Wally West or Barry Allen or Barry West and Wally Allen. I don't know. <laughs> like they always, I always get those wrong. And but yeah, I think you're right. I think the main problem here is going to be DC adjusting the tone and not trying to make everything into the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. That was so. Yeah, that's 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 all I had to to say. I think it's been pretty clearly proven that I that I've won this, and DC is way better. Like, well, you are right that DC is way better. So I'll give you that half. Whether you won this time, I don't. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you backing down on defending Marvel now? Uh, no. Marvel is super awesome, and I am the best. Jesus Christ! Couldn't even try, huh? I mean, whatever. 
Both of them, they're both good and they both suck. Yes, I, I, I think I that's. I don't know if everybody hasn't noticed this yet. We're very. <laughs> I think <laughs> we we'll almost need like a. Time. We all yeah, we almost need like some sort of a tombstone for both of them that says Marvel and DC. They they're great and they also suck, and that's it. Like yeah, maybe yeah. maybe maybe we shouldn't have called this year wrong. Maybe we should have just called it. We don't know, man. Like, I guess if, you're wrong. Maybe I guess you're wrong. It, it's you're probably wrong. Yeah. <laughs> any uh, any parting shots you wanna? No, I I agree with you. I think I'm I'm very interested to see where comic comic books go. Yeah. Both the the live action and and the actual stories in the books, um, like any any popular thing, eventually they fade to some degree, um, and I'm wondering how if and when that might happen for comic books or if they'll be able to keep it fresh by by doing, you know, what Marvel's been doing in terms of storytelling. They've been, not just Marvel, but Disney in general, um, to a large extent of, like, trying to tell stories within those worlds, right? Like, you know, Captain America 1 was a, a war movie and, and Civil War is more of a... Sorry, the Winter Soldier is a sort of spy movie. Yeah. Um, and so they keep mixing the genres to keep it fresh. And if they can do that, then maybe it'll go on for a long time. Um, and I bring Disney into it because I think that's what the Mandalorian has done. They've kind of done individual episodes, casted the the Mandalorian sort of as a gunslinger and, and try yeah. to work within that framework. And I think that that helps keep it fresh because now you're trying to show tell a space Western more than just a, a sci-fi show. And I think that, that can be very powerful. So, yeah, I think that's the way to go. I think you're absolutely right. I think it's you know just because they're superheroes doesn't mean you have to tell the same story all the time. And you know, Winter Soldier, or Winter Soldier story is as engaging and as fun as, let's say, the first Avengers movie, yep. where it's much more of a world thing. And the same can be said of you know the, the even in the series. If you get the the Netflix series, and there's it's almost never a world ending thing. It's much more local, and it's still pretty engaging. And you can tell like a noir story, like with Jessica Jones. You can tell more of a, you know, overcoming the odds kind of thing with Daredevil and everything in between, and it still works. I I, I think that that's the formula. You just put superheroes in in certain situations and cross the genres and and go from there and i think that's that's what marvel's going to keep on doing and the key the key for marvel and this is what dc i think needs to really look at is there's two things there one marvel takes the right superheroes and puts them into those shows they're not forcing characters into genres they don't make sense in um and i forgot the second point well hey age <laughs> I'm old. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. Don't worry yeah. about it, Marvel. I'll forget. Or DC, I'll forget, so it won't be a problem. But really, <laughs> the, <laughs> the first point is the biggest thing is is don't force the characters. Just just let, if you, you know, Superman can't be Batman, and that's okay. But yep. just let Superman be Superman, and let the Flash be the Flash. And you should have a big enough stable of characters that, you know, Deathstroke's a great example of someone who's gritty if you want to go down that road. But if you try to make dark, gritty movies and shows of everything, you'll burn out your audience. And that's yeah. what Marvel realizes. Like Thor, yeah. Ragnarok is a perfect example of how they've grown. They went mm -hmm. from him just being, you know, a – he's not a Viking, but, you know, the a Viking spoiled, A spoiled Asgardian brat. Yeah, and he went from that to being, like, traveling in space. Like, he was sort of represented in the comic books in the 70s. Um, yeah. And – and that was that's great. And now they're going to go to you know Love and Thunder, and now it's going to be Jane Foster as as representing Thor. And I think that's that's also great. They're taking, they're moving around in fun ways. And and DC just wants to make Chandler's list over and over again. <laughs> yeah, Marvel is taking characters that we now love because they've established them, and then throwing them in different stories. And that is why we keep on coming back. It's like, oh, I want to see what that's going to be about because I already exactly. like that character. Yeah, that's right? exactly it. And also the same problem, like like you said, you know, that stroke is a can be can not can be he, he is a very dark character. So if you try to make a funny fun movie with that stroke, that's not going to work. In the same way that a dark movie with uh, Flash is not going to work, right? Exactly. Yeah. That that balance is 
required really to make it work yeah otherwise people won't watch all the movies because they they don't want the same thing over and over again oh, and, and i mean even in interactions with the characters right you know have batman always brooding in some corner and then you get clark to come into him and say hey man cheer up it's gonna be all right right you have you need that not just both of them brooding in the corner and seeing who can growl the lowest or whatever and then fucking becoming best friends because their moms are named the same oh like, why what? did you have to uh, <sighs> all right <sighs> yeah on that note yeah do you want to stop yeah. yes please uh that's all the time we have today <laughs> because i brought up the marthas yes and we don't want to talk about it if you want to contact us and talk about the marthas uh feel free to you can email us at yourwrongcast at gmail.com please figure out how to spell your and martha in order to email us <laughs> uh yes please yeah. And also, okay. I hope you guys enjoyed this month-long sort of stint on, on, on something. We might be doing it more. We might not. We'll see. But I think I enjoyed it. I think it was good to be able to dip dive into something without having to rush. It's like, oh, it's an hour. I have to stop. So that, to me, that was fun. Yeah. But in this case, it is an hour. We do have to stop. But yep. please send us your <laughs> feedback on, on that format. Let us know if you like it or not. Yep. Uh, for now, I'm Matt. And I'm Luciano. Just remember that um, even though we kind of admitted to that we're not right and we jump sides, we're still right and you're still wrong. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>